The Fantasy Six-Pack Hour With your hosts Joe Bob Ah, you're awful And A.J. Appleton It's Sinshu Sinshu Chu Mouthful Welcome to the Fantasy Six Pack Hour. My name is Joe Bond, founder of FantasySixPack.net and writer over SoCalledFantasyExperts.com. On the line, actually on time this week, is AJ Abelgarth. What's going on, man? Oh, did we lose you? You had your microphone working for like two seconds. This can't be really happening. This is... He's, I feel like he's punking me right now because it was working 10 seconds before the show started. So, I don't know. I'm just going to leave him on the line, see if he comes back. Um, can I hear me? Hello? Yes, we can. Yes, hello. What just happened? Oh, my gosh. Utter ridiculousness. Uh, anyway, man. Uh, yeah, so... <clears throat> We're just going to continue on, and he's going to have to figure it out. <laughs> I don't know what's going on with his mic. Um, yeah, so week 12 is here. I'm here. and You are. Are you sure? Yeah. <laughs> okay. I was hitting – thought I was hitting the volume button, and I was hitting the center button. It's your damn headset, and the center button mutes it. So I kept hitting that, like, That's over and over fault. again, like, on and off, on and off, on and off. Maybe you should learn. Maybe you should learn how to how to use it before you use it. I'm learning as I go. Uh huh. Okay. <laughs> um. Anyway. So week twelve is here. We're done with bye weeks. Yay! Finally done with bye weeks. Um, Praise Jesus. <laughs> um. So, you know, today's show, we're going to go through some news and notes, maybe, and then we'll cover, we'll we'll jump into some injury news, for, heading into week 12, some waiver pickups, and then our traditional picks for the week. Um, so there is a little bit of news, um, not a ton. Uh, let's see here. Tyrod got his job back. Peterman decided to throw five interceptions in the first half and lost his job. I can't really imagine him getting that job back at all this year. Like that, that was insane. Um, I mean, I liked the San Diego defense last week, but not that much. <laughs> that was insane. Um, yeah, I, 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 I don't know if, uh, I mean, I, we talked about it last week. I, I think how I had read that, you know, this was the move Baltimore or Baltimore Buffalo should have made earlier and this and that. Well, maybe looking back at it now and seeing just how bad he played, you know, maybe they should have done it earlier. And then they would have realized earlier, Hey, this probably is not our guy. Uh, yeah. I mean, I think that they're, their concern is having Tyrod play, get injured, and then them being on the hook for the uh, his salary. So, 
I, I don't know. I think it's going to be very interesting to see how this plays out the rest of the season. But I, I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, the last game or two, if they're completely out of it, which they kind of are already. Um, yeah, they pretty much are. I, I don't I mean, they don't really stand much of a chance. Although, the, I mean, the play, the playoff uh, scenario, you know, the playoff, it's just, it's really muddled right now. I mean, obviously you have your top teams, but after that, it's like a whole bunch of people all in the middle, but um, yeah, I don't know, but whatever. Good for Tyrod. He got his job. And he played well last year in a half of last week in a half of a football game. So, yeah. you know, say what you will. He, uh, he's still getting the job done. Um, other random news. The 49ers are sticking with CJ Beathard. Kind of surprised, honestly. I thought they would just do it. I mean, why not? Um, I mean, you trade for this why? guy. Don't you have to play him in order to see if he's any good? Yeah, what is the point of this? Everything that we had heard and read, you know, when this trade went down was Shanahan wants to wait until uh, until week 12. So I guess Bethard no, finally I mean, gets a win. The team finally gets a win. And now it's like, oh, all right, this is our guy. Why the hell did you even make the trade? Yeah, I don't think they're, like, thinking he's their guy. It's just maybe more of Garoppolo might not be ready yet because he hasn't grasped the Shanahan offense. I mean, mean, that's the only thing I can think of, but – the 49ers are terrible. Just, I feel like it's just going to be like a mid-game swap. It's like, screw it, go in. Let's let's see what you got. Um, uh, other quarterback news: Paxton Lynch is now going to be the starting quarterback for the Denver Broncos. Um, yeah, I don't really have much to say there. Paxton Lynch played a few times last year and was not very good. So, I don't know. It's. I think this actually hurts Sanders and Demarius Thomas. I mean, they were Thomas is on a three-game scoring streak. So, as much as you, as much as everybody, you know, wants to crap on Brock Osweiler, and for good reason, he's not good, but he was at least making his receivers somewhat valuable for fantasy. So for fantasy, I'd rather have Brock Osweiler in there. But who knows? We'll, maybe we'll be mm. surprised. I'm not I'm not expecting a whole lot from Paxton Lynch, to be honest. After, you know, from the little bit we saw last year him, I'm not, I'm not excited one bit. Um David Johnson not expected to return this year. Uh the Arizona Cardinals beat writer Darren Urban is saying that he's not expected to return. Um, that's a shame. I, I, I kind of thought he'd come back like just after, just after Thanksgiving, but it doesn't appear to be happening. So that sucks. Uh, st- you know, I had him in IR in a fantasy six pack league and just lost Chris Thompson. So I was really hoping maybe in a week or two, I'd get David Johnson back. That would have been pretty nice. Um, instead, my team looks like it's going to crumble and limp into the playoffs. Um, so, um, 
that's pretty much it for like you know big breaking news i guess a lot of injury stuff that we'll cover later but what i really want to get into today is dude it's thanksgiving tomorrow um what are your what are your plans what do you guys do on thanksgiving uh well this year since we are in the new house we are hosting um oh. nothing nothing too big it's just going to be uh my my mother-in-law and her husband and uh a friend of ours that that was in our wedding party uh he he doesn't have any local family around so he's going to come and hang out um and uh yeah i mean it'll be small but but good I'm going to cook my first turkey, so that should be enjoyable. Um, I uh, I have a, a turkey deep-frying kit, which I've used before on, well, on Thanksgiving and other occasions, tailgating and whatever. Uh, but I've always had someone else end up tending to cooking and frying the bird. So I don't think we're going to use that this year. I think I'm going to do the, the traditional in-the-oven bird. Um, get some stuffing going. We'll get some mashed potatoes regular. We'll get some mashed sweet potatoes with some marshmallows and cinnamon. Uh, we're going to have some, uh, cranberry sauce, obviously. Uh, you know, the, the main staples, I feel like green bean casserole. My, my wife makes a killer green bean casserole. Um, I gotta ask and, you, uh, I'm not, I'm not a stuffing fan. But are you a box stuffing person or a you make it and stuff it in the bird and cook it in the bird stuffing person? I I like both of them, but we're doing box because that's what I bought um, okay. <laughs> at the grocery store. Um, Fair enough. And, and stupid me, I was probably sitting here thinking, oh, okay, well, here's the stuffing stuff. How am I going to put this in the bird? And it's like, bake in five minutes with blah, blah, blah. And I was like, hmm. <laughs> Okay, right. so microwave it is. All right. Um yeah, but yeah, I have I have made stuffing before uh, at an old job I used to have a family-owned uh place called the Rotisserie. It was like a a Boston market, but family-owned and and better. Um but yeah, I I was taught how to make stuffing there. So I could do it if I if I wanted to, but I I'd have to dig real deep on remembering how to make it. Um, and by that I would just Google it, but, uh, yeah, so pretty much all the staples, like I said, and, uh, some creamed corn. I'm looking forward to it, man. I think it'll be fun. I mean, we got to get up kind of early and, you know, get the house in a little bit of order and everything. Um, and then just start going to town, cooking, watching football and, uh, go from there. What are you guys up to? Uh, so we always go up to, um, my wife's family, extended family thing. It's a whole group of like 20 to 25 people, um, all crammed into a little into these houses. And, uh, I mean, it's an all right time. It just, it's a lot of people in a, not a huge amount of space. So it does get a little much after a couple hours. I'm like, nah. I'm ready to go home. <laughs> so, but, uh, no, I mean, it's good to see everybody, you know, they, it's, it's kind of a potluck sort of deal. Like the people hosting, whoever it is that year does the, 
majority of the cooking, but everybody brings at least one thing. So we're bringing um, deviled eggs and a carrot casserole. Um, nice. Somebody else does the green bean casserole. So we're bringing that. Um, so do you do you do you rush out Thursday night and do any of the what's now? I don't even know why they call it Black Friday anymore because it starts at three o'clock in the afternoon on a Thursday, Thanksgiving. But do you well, do you do all the Black Friday shopping? I, I think they just need to change it to Black and Blue Friday because so many people get trampled going in and rushing into these stores and these midnight madness sales. Now it used to be not even midnight like madness sales. 7 a.m. Then it used to be 5 a.m. Then it became ridiculous and midnight. Now it's Thursday. I mean, God damn people That's just start, started at, at, at Halloween started at July 4th sometime. I mean, that's <laughs> what it's going to end up being. It's going to be, Hey, it's going to be like Christmas because we didn't even have Thanksgiving because as soon as Halloween was just oh, yeah. about over, you know, Absolutely. it was freaking mischief night. And then it's like, whoop, Christmas decorations are coming out. Like, yep. get, what, Absolutely. What, you're skipping a whole damn month here, people. Come on. We had Time to go buy. We had to go buy new lights this year because uh, we had all these like, for some weird reason we bought lights and they were glass. And so oh, nice. every year we're putting them up, they broke. So I got, so we like, you see the string of lights at our house. It's like on, 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 broken, on, broken, 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 on, on, on. <laughs> so Paul was like, all right, we're going to go buy some new ones. And so, but last year we meant to do it. And we went like the week after Thanksgiving and cleaned out. I'm like, what? So we went to the last weekend to get them. I felt so weird buying Christmas stuff before Thanksgiving, but I had no choice. Well, um, we went, so last weekend, I think, was it last weekend? Uh, we went to, no, it was like the weekend before that, I feel like. No, 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 no. Yeah. My father-in-law is like, loves Christmas. He loves decorating he, you know, it's it's his go-to thing. Like, he starts basically right after Halloween, and he starts getting everything out and whatever, and then he gets his house ready. So I think it's after, or maybe it's on Thanksgiving, he, he turns on his lights, like, and an, 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 an opens his blinds and everything like that because he's got all the stuff in the windows and whatever. So he he goes and does it early, and we went and decorated the tree at his house like two weekends ago because we had other stuff going on. We usually do it his birthday, which was this past week, but um, yeah. So now it's like we get it. We even did that earlier, but yeah. I called my brother, and he's like, "Oh yeah, we're going to get the tree on Friday, and then we're gonna start decorating." I was like, "Dude, come on." It's too early for this. I, one, I don't even decorate. One holiday, one holiday at a time, people. One yeah, I mean we we haven't decorated for Christmas. I mean, I I used to help, I guess, my brother when we would decorate our old house in PA, but since then I never decorated my first house down here in Maryland. Uh, I I didn't decorate much aside from putting up a tree at Heather's old house when we lived there. So I think we're going to do something, you know, small 
just like a string yeah, of lights you. across the front or something like that this year because we're in the new house and whatever right. and she wants to do it but uh, you know I mean I, I don't know I think at this point it's more for Olivia and you know and the the aura of Christmas to make it feel more like the holiday but I'm just not yeah, a big absolutely. Christmas fan what oh my gosh get away from me Scrooge yeah um, I am, dude. I'm such a Scrooge. It's the most stressful, annoying, commercialized time of the year. So I want nothing to do know. with it. Um, see, we growing up, we would decorate the in, inside of the house, but we never decorated the outside. So like now that I've got my own place, I want to decorate the outside. So like we don't do a lot. We have like a little snowman wire snowman thing and then like a few lights here and there. It's nothing big. Um, but I will probably slowly but surely be adding pieces to it <laughs> yeah. uh, just because like you know I didn't do it as a kid so like I want to do it now plus you know Charlotte enjoys it and I'm sure Luke as well so you know it, it's it's fun to see it on their you know see the excitement on their faces but back to Thanksgiving since you don't like Christmas and it isn't even past Thanksgiving yet um by the way, no, I don't do Friday sh- Black Friday shopping either. I'm probably yeah. will buy a couple of things online just because you do get ridiculous deals, but that's about it. Well, that's but that's what I do. If anything, I'm yeah. doing it online. Yeah, absolutely. You kind of have to, but yeah. Thanksgiving. All right, let's have a little fun here. What's your favorite food, non-dessert? Favorite food, non-dessert, would be cranberry sauce. I used to right. like literally eat it by the can. And I okay, I, I'm so also, that answers my question. Are you a canned strawberry uh, cranberry sauce, like the gel, like the like the the it plops out and it's like the same shape as the can? <laughs> yeah, you're that. It is fantastic. <laughs> like that. I, it is so I awesome. To, I used to eat it as a kid. Just because I was like, uh, it's Thanksgiving. I feel like I have to have some. But, like, I actually never really liked it. <laughs> but I always ate it, and I still do. I always have, like, a little piece of it just to be like, oh, I had some at Thanksgiving. It's the only time of the year I ever eat it because it's really kind of gross, to be honest. <laughs> That's funny you say that. Oh, it's, it's fantastic. I, I, I feel like I've had, like, non-traditional cans um cranberry sauce before i think my aunt maybe one year made like one with real cranberries and this like gel paste of a thing and it just it didn't turn out well enough i was uh, we had both of them thankfully i think it was like she put she brought that out first and was like okay well let's try this and see how it goes over and i was like hmm not going over well okay well we got canned and i was like yes thank you Pass that over right. here. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, I've tried the other kind too. I'm not the biggest fan of the the uh, the other kind either. I, if I have to have some, it's gonna be the 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 blob of <laughs> or whatever you want to call it um, of of cranberry sauce. For me though, man, I I make the deviled eggs. Like that's what I look forward to for Thanksgiving is the deviled eggs. Um, so for me, that that's my thing, and and Jody's family never made them, so I always have to make them now and take them. So, but whatever, I'll deal yeah. with it as long as as long okay. as I get my four or five deviled eggs, and then probably feel like crap the rest of the day. 
uh, because I had way too many of them. So, all right. So that's your favorite non-dessert. So what's your favorite dessert? Because, I mean, come on. When it really comes down to it, Thanksgiving's really about the desserts. I mean, no, no, no doubt. No doubt in my mind that it's pumpkin pie. I mean, I like a can of cranberry sauce. I can inhale a whole pumpkin pie to myself. I love pumpkin pie. It's just, it's phenomenal. Uh, I won a pumpkin pie eating contest at (laughs) no idea. uh, The one year. Yeah. Oh, man, that was hilarious. The bar, no idea? Oh, my God. Yeah. I went with a bunch of people from from kickball back in the day, and and we went and we had this, like, they had this big thing. I don't – it might have been more for Halloween or something that it was more based off of, but maybe it was closer to Thanksgiving. I don't remember. But they just had this, like, all these pumpkin beers and, and, like – pumpkin pie eating contest so i went and and won it was awesome all right um i finished like a pie but it was like we only had x amount of time to like get as much down as we could i was like uh, here here, 10 inch diameter pie do this do that and yeah it was I, I'm pretty sure I actually did go and immediately throw it up too, I but I still won. Say, dude, I, I kept it down long enough to like claim to the win. win, and then then I like immediately went in the bathroom. Was like, I gotta pee. I'll be right back. And then yeah, five minutes later, <laughs> I was like, Oh, I feel so much better. Like it yeah, literally, it just it, it we couldn't even digest it. It just like sat there and then was like coming back. Anyway, right, not to get uh, a graphic, too much but... information. Yes, exactly. I was like, all right, you can stop now. My favorite. You can... Nope, you can stop now. Um, mine is, if it's, if I'm going more traditional desserts, it's going to be pecan pie. Um, I'm actually not a big pumpkin spice fan, so I, I don't dislike pumpkin pie, really. I just don't really care for it. I don't know. It's just not my thing. Um, but actually, I... My uh, my mom makes this awesome dessert. It's it's caramel and pecan on the bottom of, of a pie crust, and then she puts uh, a cheesecake on top of it. So it's like this caramel pecan cheesecake, like layered. Um, but it's so awesome. The only bad part is like if you don't eat it all that day and you put it back in the fridge. The Ooh. caramel hardens Separate. so much. Oh. No, it hardens. Yeah, and you like, just can't even. You can barely bite into it. But see, I almost, a lot of people don't like it like that. I kind of do. Like, it's weird. I don't know. But uh, we don't make it very much because not a whole bunch of people like it. But I love it. Um, so what about a football game, man? Like, we, look, we, you know, We've talked enough about food and random stuff, but let's get back to some football here. So do you eat and watch football at the same time, or are you kind of one of those, you got to eat, and then once everybody's on eating, then you'll turn on the TV? I mean, I'll I'll always have, wherever I am, football will be on, you know, throughout the entire day. And then, you know, if we're snacking on stuff or doing whatever, you know, it's there, but when we eat dinner, it's typically we're not near the TV. So we, we kind of have a nice separation of, of food and football. And, 
you know, to me, the holiday is about family. And this, this is one of the, to me, the better family holidays because you don't have to worry about the gifts at Christmas and like sitting down and going through all that. And then it's like, okay, now it's your turn, whatever. Yeah, I know. Christmas screws, whatever. Got it. But like you, you just can like Thanksgiving and Easter to me are kind of on the same family relation level. Um, and with Easter, you don't even have football, so you're not even worried about sports. You're, you're just straight family, but yeah, it's, it's more of a time to just kind of sit and, and enjoy and be in good company and that sort of thing. And then after that, you know, you go and do the football, but it used to be, we only had two games, you know, the, or the early game and then the late afternoon game. So you would eat dinner kind of after that. Um, at least we used to, but now with this other third late game that's come in, you know, it's kind of bumped back up. So that middle game gets a little, a little lost in the day. I feel like. Yeah, I kind of agree with that, but like we always, Growing up, we started eating at, like, 1 or 2. Like, we always kind of did, like, a late lunch thing. But we yeah. always ate enough to where we never had to eat after that. Um, or if we did, it was just we just had leftover stuff hanging around. So, whatever. Um, so, here is the same type of deal. We start at 1. Um, but, yeah, I mean, we just start on the TV and watch while we're eating. I mean, I don't really care. So, um, when growing up, though, we had, like, we would have, you know, just be like the dinner table was just full of the food and we would just take it, take our plates downstairs. This is when yeah. I was older. When I was younger, we would all sit around the table. But when we all got older, it was like, we really just want to watch TV and just, that's it. So we just took our food downstairs and watched TV in the basement. Probably not the best family bonding time, uh, but, you know, so be it. So speaking of the games, man, what it, uh, which game... Which game are you looking forward to tomorrow the most? Kind of got some dud games to be honest. Like Giants and Redskins. Like, nah. I'll be honest. I mean, I'm even a Redskins fan. I'm like, really? Gross. Yeah, um, I was kind of surprised that that got put on the slate. I mean, well, I feel like that third. To... Well, the Giants suck this bad. <laughs> True. I mean, this this game, on paper, in the beginning of the season, this game was supposed to mean a lot more than it does right now. Absolutely. Um, but, I mean, I like the, the division rival uh, aspect of it because that's really what you get and what you have with the Minnesota-Detroit game. I mean, to me, yep. that's the game that's going to be – that's going to be the best game of the day to me. Um, yeah, I agree. I'll talk about that a little bit more in our week 12 preview, but, um, I am very interested to see how this chargers Dallas game pans out. Um, I'm, I'm actually thinking that the chargers can come in and take this game. Um, you know, rivers has been playing well the last couple of weeks. Allen had an awesome game last week. Ugh. You know, the running game was great. Yes, he but did. it was Buffalo, so that was to be expected. But um, I mean, their defense was ridiculous last week. Again, that was because it was Buffalo, and and Peterman was just—I don't even know what junior college game he was starting in. But 
Welcome to the NFL. <laughs> um, I mean, I was telling my, my coworker, I was like, man, it was like, like an Oprah show holiday edition. Like you get an interception, you get an interception, you get an interception for six touchdowns, you get an interception. Everybody gets an interception. Here's a, uh, here's a little fun fact for you that, uh, our friend Jason sent me via text. Peterman threw a pick six on the third pass of his NFL or the third pass of the game, not his third pass of the NFL career because he played the week before. Yeah. Tyrod Taylor has failed to throw a pick six in his entire time with the Bills. <laughs> nice. That should be pretty incredible for, for Tyrod, honestly. But it's just pretty funny. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I agree with you. I like the I I like the Lions Vikings game. I mean, you get the division rivalry, and both teams are pretty good. And Stafford always has pulled some like, man, he has some amazing games in. Oh, he did on Thanksgiving. So they they you, played the Eagles a couple years ago and flat out destroyed them. I mean, that was that was like an, another two-year-old episode of Oprah, you get a touchdown, you get a touchdown, you get a touchdown. I was like, God <laughs> damn it, stop throwing the ball. Somebody yeah. sack him. Um, but yeah, he was he was phenomenal in that game. And uh, I mean, that's that's what I was getting at before too. I, I think that game, it's, well, I'll talk about it again later, like I said. But um, that game's going to be huge. And I think uh, – I think it's just weird seeing the Chargers play on Thanksgiving because they're not a Thanksgiving team. I mean, you have the traditional teams, which is basically anybody and at least two teams from the the NFC North. Um, the Cowboys always play. And then, like I said, the third game is always usually just some random weird game. Um, I don't like, like this the year game on Thanksgiving. It's so weird. And I know they're doing it because the Thursday night game, but I don't like the third game on Thanksgiving. Like, do we get yeah. our two Thanksgiving games? You get Detroit versus whoever you get the Cowboys versus whoever, then you're done. Be done. Yeah. I'm done. with. Well, football. and that's, I mean, the Eagles played a couple of Thanksgiving games. I went to one of them a few years back when we played Arizona. Um, and I think they got, I don't remember if that was the game where they got, just destroyed by David Johnson. That might've been last year's game, but yeah, that was last year's game. Uh, but a couple of years before that, they, they randomly also played the Cardinals on Thanksgiving and it wasn't, I mean, they blew them out. It was a good game, but I, I don't know. It's just, it's just weird. Like you want to be winding down. You want the trip, the fan to be like taking you off somewhere into like a comatose state. You don't want to have to think about another game of football. So, you know, I, I don't know. I, I'd like for them to get well, rid of it. People are traveling. Like, I, you know, I'm traveling, yeah. coming back, and I got the kids to put to bed. It's been a long-ass day, uh, you know, dealing with a lot of people and eating a lot of food, and I'm done. Like, I don't want to – like, it's just – I don't know, man. Um, yeah. So, who's getting the turkey leg? Okay, I'm here.
I don't hear Joe. I think we got some muting issues, maybe. Maybe not. Network analyzing. All right, so I think I'm back. Sorry about that, people. AJ, are you there? I am here. Yeah, so I'm using my cell phone now. (laughs) So am I. So if you... Mine will probably cut out. Yeah, if you want to try going back to your headset, we can, and then we'll figure this out. Yeah, I'm trying Um, to right now. Okay, let me... I'm going to mute your phone and pull up your headset then. Oh, are you there? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay. Yeah, so I'm going to close out all your other lines here. I yeah. believe my host line open. Okay, so let's restart this after a 10-minute break. Yeah. Jeez, that was crazy. Like, I don't know what just happened. That was weird. So I'm I, editing this out of the show. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so what I was saying is... So... You know, who, who's going to get the turkey leg tomorrow is what I want to know. Um, you know, I don't know if these I, – I don't even know who does this anymore. Like, I feel like CBS doesn't do it anymore. Um, Fox doesn't do it anymore because they don't have Madden. It was like the Madden thing. But, yeah. man, I just remember growing up, man, you always got, like, the Madden chuckle, like, ho, 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 look how many turkey legs are. And you circle, like, how many stupid turkey legs there were on the, tur- <laughs> One, on the bird. One, <laughs> Three, seven, right? eight, <laughs> like, twelve. It's pretty funny. Um, so, uh, yeah, man. So, so who's your pick for the turkey thing out of all the games? Like, who's gonna be the bright spot of the, the game tomorrow? Game. Of, of all guy. the games. Well, since nobody does the turkey thing anymore, you can't just narrow down on one game. Well, I don't see. I don't. They were talking about it on. Fox last or no? Maybe it was Monday night. I don't know. Um, I think that it's going to go to Stafford. I, I think right. maybe that's maybe that's like a you know. I mean, I just talked about how good he is. Like, too, so it's a fairly fairly good pick, and I was leaning it too. I was going a little out of the box, although this guy's kind of been on fire lately. I'm going to go Adam Thielen. Uh, he's been just incredible, so I I, I like him. Uh, the Lions' passing game isn't fantastic or anything, so or pass defense isn't fantastic or anything. So, you know, I'll say Thielen has a, a good game. I do, I do actually think the Vikings are going to pull that game out, but I'm sure you have more to say about that. Yeah. Um, so, you know, we 
we reached out to a, you know to everybody on Twitter, and uh, I gave a chance to you know the the Phase Six Pack staff to kind of chime in as well. Um, so we asked for you to tell us what you are thankful for this year. Um, now that you know it's Thanksgiving, say what you're thankful for. Um, but not just, you know, oh, thank you for my friends, my family, and health, and all that stuff. It's like, we get that. We get that. We're, we're a fantasy football show, fantasy baseball show. So we are saying, what are you thankful for fantasy-related? So what what are you what are you thankful for there, Adrian? Well, I... I'm not personally thankful for this specific thing, but I was talking to my brother last night and he is thankful for the various waiver claims that he has made that have brought his team back from the dead and uh, currently have him, you know, vying for a playoff spot. I think he's tied at maybe five and six right now. Yeah. We've gone through 11 weeks. At five and six with uh, one, two, three, four, four other people. And he's sitting in that seven spot. So he needs needs to win out. (laughs) Yeah, he needs to win out. And then he needs one of those two guys ahead of him to, you know, kind of fall off down the line here. Um but yeah, he he's picked up like he he started off slow and then he lost hope and whatever. But um, he picked up Sanu, I think, at some point or pretty early on. He picked up Robert Woods before he wow, started yeah. blowing up. He picked up Alex Collins before he started blowing up. He picked up Aaron Jones. That was his big one that really helped him out. And now he was lucky enough to get the claim on Jamal Williams too, with, with Jones going down. So he's, I mean, he's got, he's got Brady, he's got Ingram, you know, Jimmy Graham's been doing real well for him. So he's got an okay core that's, that's held him, you know, at, at bay and helped him out. But it's these waiver claims and it's just being savvy enough to get there. So that's what he was thankful for me personally. I'm thankful that the fantasy six pack league season is almost over. So I can stop paying attention to this abomination of a team that I have in there. Uh, I, I, I just, I don't even, I don't even want to talk about that league. It's so bad. Uh, and and I just, do I, do I play you anymore? I have, you know, two more games. Probably not. First place. I hope I play you one more time because I just want an easy way now that my team's like yeah, half no, I'm, I've lost so I'm, many I've lost so many players in this league and I don't know how the hell I'm nine and two. Um uh well I'm the reverse. I'm two and nine and it Oof, was the I did not the, even realize that the battle of uh of the bad last week between me and Tyler Getman well, well, so the Brady Bunch and I'm gonna and have to send an email to everybody about this. Yeah, remember this. I'm going to have to send out an email. If Remember, the draft next year, we pick our slots. Good. upon the finish. But it's not so just I have first the last pick. place. No. 
you have to win. I gotta win the, the, the consolation. You gotta, you gotta win the toilet bowl. <laughs> yeah, good luck. I'm gonna have the last choice well, of where way, I want to like, pick. People pay well, attention all year. There's a little bit of incentive for people to like pay attention. Well, and it's, it's like not you, that I haven't been paying attention. Obviously, you know that I pay attention. Oh, I know. My team is just absolute trash. I mean, it's it's a dumpster fire of flaming hell. I, I, I don't even know how it's been this bad. Who was your quarterback? Did you have Rodgers? I had Rodgers. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's not doing you any favors, but yeah. See, and I think I blew my load and took him in the first round. So that really was dumb. the second round. It was really early for you. I do remember. No, it was because I took Jordy Nelson first. Yeah. Yeah. Makes more sense. I remember remember, remember when you took Rodgers. I was like, whoa, okay, that's happening. Okay, just a few um, names I could have had at that Rodgers pick. Todd Gurley went next. Great. Uh, DeMarco Murray. Eh. Gronk. Eh. Uh, Kareem Hunt. Keenan Allen. Uh, Alshon, who I wanted. And then I took Crabtree with my third pick. He's been pretty decent. Sure, pretty sure I took, pretty sure I took uh, Kareem Hunt. He saved my... Uh, he did, yep. He, he saved my yeah, you got team him on the turn. because I um, got to David Johnson first. Yep. And somehow I am 92 with David Johnson in my IR all year long. No That's idea how it's happening. Um, well, your your but, turkey leg there, Adam Thielen, is the only bright spot on my team. Yeah, man. The it's only one. Um, you got anything else? Or? Uh, I'm thankful for all these technological advances that we have that continue to foul up our show. Um. Thankful for, uh, I mean, I agree with my brother. I'm thankful for good waiver claims that come through. Um, I'm thankful for sleeper draft picks that shine and, and really make your team something that you didn't necessarily think it could be um, when they pay off. And uh, I'm thankful for my self-control of not actually playing any DFS at all this year, as far this this football season, we'll put it that way. I don't really I play baseball. I haven't dabbled into it either this year. I just haven't had time, man. Work's been kicking my ass this year. But I uh, think I'm going to look at it for tomorrow, just because it's intriguing and there's games. Yeah, um, games. Sure, why not? I'll see what I can do there. But, uh, but other than that, ass, man, uh, I am thankful for. Fantasy six pack on that. Just totally kicking ass this year, dude. Like I look I, I still don't really make a lick off of the site. I still need to figure out how to monetize the site if I really wanna keep doing this, um, without the wife yelling at me. I spend way too much time on it. But um you know, look, the traffic you know, that we're getting to the site now is unbelievable. Uh, I would have never in my wildest dreams expected to have this, uh, this kind of traffic, you know, that, that goes to, you know, that, that goes all the way back to the fantastic writers we have for the site now. Um, and they, they stuck around a majority of them have been around for a couple of years now. So that's big time 
Um, you know, that's, that's the content managers we've got helping out. Um, just everything I've learned from, you know, writing for so-called fantasy experts and also Dave Ganos and, 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 uh, and them over there. So everything just kind of came together. And this year, like the, the site has more than doubled in, in, in traffic. And so like, it actually feels like it's, it's like really something. And I don't know, like, I'm just super excited about it. And so, you know, thankful for everybody out there who listens to the show, who reads the site and comes back constantly now. Uh, like it's, it mean it means a lot, dude. I, I, I really do. I, I love, I love seeing the numbers and just, you know, again, I don't really make any money off of it. So it's not like I'm just going like, Oh, thank you for coming. Cause now I make money. No, it's, I just appreciate everybody coming to the site. You know, it means a lot to me that like you actually appreciate our opinion on this and like think that we do a good job. Uh, Cause we do really try hard to like put out a good product for everybody. Um, and then just a little stab cause I can, and I, <laughs> if he listens to this, he's going to give me so much crap, but uh, Richard, uh, obviously, you know, host of, the Fantasy Edge on Fridays comes on the show quite often. We have our arguments all the time. It's just funny to do this. But we played each other in both fantasy football and basketball last week. And we're both the number one and two seeds in both leagues. And I beat him in both leagues. And it felt so good. <laughs> I feel like I always lose to him in every single league. So the fact that I got him in both leagues in the same week just felt incredible. <laughs> so uh, just a little stab at Richard. I'm sure he'll get back at me for that one, but uh, I, I, I had to do it. But uh, so we did reach out, you know, everybody, we, we sent it out on Twitter. I got a couple, a couple other ones here. Um, so let's see here. Where did they go? I felt, like one got put in, but I guess not. Maybe it was just Twitter. Okay. So one was from our friend Ben Andre at Ben Andreas369. Uh, thankful for drafting Carson Wentz extremely late and Dak Prescott as well. The two phenomenal late QB picks, man. Like, it's, it's one reason why I say you can wait on quarterbacks. You know, look at these guys. They're just incredible. Um, Another writer for the for the site, Kevin Huo, uh, at Kevin H underscore F6P. I'm thankful for Sean Payton. Thankful Sean Payton saw the light and traded Adrian Peterson so that Mark Ingram could flourish on four out of my six fantasy teams. Uh, yes. <laughs> wow, that's ridiculous. Nice. Um, uh, Another one he put out there, and he and he added Jonathan Chan because these two are just um, they've got little boners for uh, for Josh Gordon. Uh, uh, I'm very thankful Josh Gordon is back in my life and on and back on my rosters. Uh, interesting. So uh, I think I thought I had one more, but I don't know where it went. I lost it, but I swear. Oh, I that was. There was one more tweet that was out there that that wasn't actually a tweet. Um, it's mine. Um, I'm thankful that the Eagles are giving the city hope again, <laughs> only probably to fall short again. But um, 
it's been fantastic watching them play and put up monster points. Um, and it's just, you know, it's made Philly fans even rowdier, even more of a bunch of a-holes, I guess. But uh, Are they going to throw more snowballs at Santa this year? Possibly, possibly. I'm going to... I'm just getting jokes know. about that every year, by the way. So, yes. especially now that I know that you hate Christmas, that's even worse. I think I'm pretty sure that was somehow you that threw that snowball. No, well, there, there's a whole backstory <laughs> behind this, and I think I brought I know. it up. Before. We've got yes, we've I don't remember what it is before. exactly, but Santa was supposed to show up at something and he didn't, and then he got booed at the stadium. I mean, everybody that comes in there that's not an Eagles fan gets booed at that stadium. It's the same pretty much everywhere you go. The boos are just louder in Philly. So, Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. But, yes. So that's that's all I got. We have probably lost every single listener that we had uh, talking about absolutely nothing this early show. So I hope you stuck around because now we are going to get you ready for week 12. Um, try and rapid fire through this. We just kind of wanted to have fun this show, uh, so but we we will go through the injuries. So, um, Josh Brown sideline with a toe injury. You probably weren't starting him anyway, so what does it matter? Uh, Devonta Freeman still in the concussion protocol, and I, like I'm saying, he's unlikely to play this week. Um, uh, he. He's not practicing. It doesn't really look like he's getting cleared. I've always thought initially this was going to be a multiple-week thing, if not end his season, because it's the second one this year. I want to say third if you count the preseason. I never did look that up. I should have apologized for that. Uh, Calvin Benjamin, he got injured last week. Uh, rough start to his Buffalo career. Uh, good news is that he avoided serious injury to his ACL, but uh, I think he's going to he's unlikely to play this week, I would say, and it's it's very possible he misses multiple weeks. Um, Greg Olson, good news here, Greg Olson, it looks like he's going to be able to return this week, which is dude, shocking. Like, when this injury happened, everybody thought he was done for the year, and then it was like three weeks later, I, he just, boom. Like, oh, yeah, hey, by the way, I'm going to be able to play again. What? Yeah. And, uh, I mean, people just, like, snatched him up off the waiver wire. and I, like, fell asleep on that one. It didn't do that anywhere. I don't know what I was doing. Uh, uh, I've got an awesome story. I'll, I'll tell it later because I don't want to clog up time with that right now. <laughs> um, but just so you are, in, in case nobody's thinking of this, but this is basically the end of Ed Dixon in that offense. Altogether, I mean, now that Olsen's back, Ed Dixon is basically back to doing nothing. So, um, good news for Dak Prescott. It sounds like left tackle Tyron Smith is going to be back. So, that's a huge boost for him. I saw some stats over the weekend during the the Dallas game that with Tyron Smith in in the lineup or, you know, healthy, he was – basically like the first or second least sack quarterback and with and with Tyron Smith out, Dak Prescott was like the 30th most sacked quarterback. And it was like, wow. I mean, this is an incredible difference. So maybe that also has something to do with Zeke not being in there, but 
I honestly think it has a lot more to do with with uh, Tyron Smith not being there. So that's a huge boost for him, and uh, probably the running game as well. So um, you know, look look for Dallas to get back on track after a abysmal game last week where Dak actually got most owners in most scoring formats negative points. Um, Ty Montgomery. Yeah. He got. Were you a Dak Prescott owner? Because I, I mean, no. I wasn't, but I, I went in. Everybody. I went into my game in my league playing the guy who had Dak, and I had Alshon and Zach Ertz, and he had like a three-point lead on me or so, and I needed to beat this guy. He's one of the guys that's tied with my brother, but we were going back and forth trying to work a trade out. It didn't end up happening, and he was just you know, talking smack all, all week. So I was like, all right, well, I'm going to beat you this week. We almost had a $100 bet on who was going to score more points, you know, this past week, which I would have won because I beat him, but I didn't bet it. Um, and then I tried to bet it after Antonio Brown scored his first touchdown in like two minutes into that game, but he wasn't taking it. So, um, yeah, no, but he ended up, you know, he was ahead and then I was looking at him like, Oh, come on, Dak, do something bad. And he throws an interception. I was like, ah, yes. All right. And then Ertz didn't do anything. He was getting terrible balls thrown his way all game. Alshon finally got it. And I finally took the lead and then Ertz Ertz, and then Scott just kept falling apart and he ended up with like negative 1.1 points or something for that game. So I I laughed incredible. Laughed all the way to the win. Yeah, dude. Um, Ripping through these here real quick. So Ty Montgomery is probably is probably not going to play again week to week with a rib injury. Dante Foreman on IR on with an Achilles tear. Hey, at least he scored a touchdown doing it. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> went out on the <laughs> on the right way, I guess. Kind of weird. Like he was all by himself. Like I mean, that's how it happens. Though. Achilles injuries, man, they just pop on you like that. Um, happened to me. Yeah. Uh, Will Fuller still questionable with a rib injury. Jacoby Brissett. Um, I think he has now been cleared of the concussion protocol. Um, so I think as, as of yes, this morning when this got posted, uh, my rankings got posted, it says he's remained in the concussion protocol, so I need to update that. Um, Alan Hearns dealing with an ankle injury and did not practice earlier this week already. Mike Williams, uh, he's likely to play, but he's dealing with a knee injury. Uh, that's tomorrow night's game, so if I don't know if anybody was really planning on using him. Um, Robert Woods, you just talked about him, about how your brother is loving Robert Woods. He's probably going to be out a couple weeks with a shoulder injury, so yeah, uh, he's going to have to find help somewhere else. Yeah, uh, I told Jay him that. Cutler, <laughs> yeah, Jay Cutler's in the concussion protocol, so don't expect him to suit up this week. Um, Chris Hogan's still dealing with his shoulder injury. Uh, Shepard, Sterling Shepard, he missed week 11 with migraine, and he missed yesterday's practice as well. I do not know if he practiced today, but, you know, the the Giants are now looking to see, you know, what's causing these migraines. So that's kind of a that's, that's a pretty big concern, in my opinion. Uh, I'm going to – Schuster, what? I'm going to go with how terrible their season has gone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe. Um yeah, it's very possible. Uh, Juju Smith-Schuster has a small hamstring issue. I don't know how small of a hamstring issue. Like, those just scare me, dude. Like, hamstring issues always linger, and they be worse in a heartbeat. 
Um, yeah. Jameis Winston has already been ruled out for week 12, so not looking good there for him. Mentioned Chris Thompson. He's out for the year after breaking his fibula. Um, so I'm dead in the water with him and two of my leagues. That sucks. Terrell Pryor is done for the year, if he wasn't already, after getting surgery on his ankle. And Jordan Reed missed week 11 and remains week to week. It's probably not likely that he plays this week either. So, Get uh, out. I do, yeah, I know, right? Um, you mean he's injury prone and we told you not to draft him? Hmm. Uh, okay. Yeah. So. Um, so, yeah, waiver pickups here. Um, I'm going to cheat and use Kevin Hello's waiver article here. Um, obviously, big, big ones for the week are going to be. Um, Samaje Perrine. That's funny. He starts out with Nathan Peterman. He, he just says, ha, 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 just kidding. Um, Only in two quarterbacks. Two quarterback leagues, people. <laughs> not not even. Um, one that, that, dude, honestly surprises me, and, and, and I went out to go try and grab him in a bunch of leagues, Devontae Booker. I mean, I don't remember the story. Like I kept Devontae Booker in that Yahoo league of mine and dropped uh-huh. him after week one thinking like, Oh, whatever. He's a piece of junk. Like I don't need him. And like, he hasn't been good all year except for like the last couple of weeks. So, you know, whatever. It's just the typical CJ Anderson late season slide. Like you just see it happen every year. Like CJ Anderson's awesome for the first six weeks of the season. And it's like, Oh no, I don't want to play football anymore. And so they always have to use somebody else. And so, here it is again. Devontae Booker's coming in, and he looks really good doing it. So, um, one Redskins we talked talk about a bunch of bad luck with the Redskins and injuries, but one guy reaping the benefits of all this and actually looking really good doing it is Josh, Josh Doxson. You know, I, I like this guy coming out of college. He just got injured, and you know, just trying to come up to speed with the NFL game. But he he looks fantastic uh, on on Sunday against the Saints. So I'm hoping he can he can build off of that and, and be a viable receiver for this Redskins team because they desperately need it. You know, Crowder's been looking good, but they need somebody else to step in. Uh, Kenny Stills is looking really good back there uh, for the Dolphins. You got Corey Coleman for the Browns. Josh Gordon, kind of... <laughs> Dontrell, I mean, is he even available at this point, Gordon? I feel like yeah, most dude, he's people only, he's picked only, him only up. Like 20, right now. Uh, 25%, I, mean, I think I saw on his thing. Yeah, 25% of leagues. Like, that's kind of crazy. Yeah, that, just, that does not make sense to me, especially when it was like, oh, Josh Gordon, as soon as you heard Josh Good, everybody was on the waiver claim, like, right. nuts out. Like, all right, oh, here we are. Let's do this. <laughs> it's like, whoa, 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 whoa people, yeah, calm no down. Kidding, man. Um, some, deep, some some deeper picks here, and I love the first one, Bruce Ellington for the Texans. Yeah. Um, with Fuller out, I mean, we talked about him last week. You know, he, this guy, he's just catching passes and getting tons and tons of targets. So um, with with Fuller out, Bruce Ellington is definitely a guy that you can use. Um, and then Zay Jones is. I mean, he has to be the guy in Buffalo, right? I mean, there's nobody else left. Benjamin's hurt. Jordan Matthews is probably not playing either. 
Um, you got Zay Jones and Deontay Thompson. So uh, not looking pretty there for the receivers, but, you know, Zay Jones actually did look good. The I think it was the week after the bye or whatever for them, and, um, and you know, he was able to get it done. So, uh, yeah, no, I like Jones. I like his upside. Uh, I liked him all season, but he just hasn't. Nah, dude, he put looked, it he together. I actually just got another thankful uh, tweet here from a friend of the show, Seth Klein, at Seth the Sportsman. Um, Mark, he says, thankful for Mark Ingram and Alvin Kamara. So right along nice. the same page as, uh, as the other one we got there. So that, that's pretty good. Uh, thanks, yeah. thanks for that tweet. Um, so we'll wrap up the show here doing our usual uh Highest and lowest scoring games, sleepers and busts, defense is a stream, and then uh, got a couple Twitter questions if we can get to them. But, uh, you know, with the technical difficulties we had a little bit earlier, uh, we're running low on time here. But I will start with the highest, lowest game. I have Saints and Rams. Uh, I mean, both defenses have been pretty solid all year, but, I mean, as you saw last week, um, you know, the Saints are able to give up points and the Rams. So, you know, I, I could see this being a very high scoring game with two offenses that are just clicking on all cylinders right now. Um, my lowest scoring game is Browns and Bengals. I mean, I'm pretty much going to pick on the Browns every week. So um, that's probably where I'm headed again. So uh, next week, I mean, so there you go. What you got? All right, so as you probably have already figured out, my highest scoring game of this week is Vikings, Vikings at Lions. Good no, guess. Good guess. <laughs> Welcome to the red light special. Winner, you. You've won a trip to the blue light special. Um, yeah, this game's going to be awesome. I don't know what awesome. the hell that just was. I don't either, but this game's going to be <laughs> awesome. I mean – you're going to see a lot of blue lights with the Lions. So there you go. Uh, Adam Thielen, like you said, getting a turkey leg. Case Keenum has been playing awesome football. And, and, and I agree with him. You know, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Why are you going to bench me when I'm winning for you for, for Bridgewater? Yeah, I get that you guys like Bridgewater, but guess what? I'm the one that's gotten you here along with this stellar defense. Everybody on this team is playing team football. So they just dismantled and completely shut down the Rams. I think they're going to come in Detroit, you know, on, on the high. This is a huge game for them because Detroit beat them earlier in the season and I think week two um, or week three maybe. But they they need to win this game to get the tiebreaker. But I don't think that they will. I think Detroit's going to come up. I already said my turkey leg guy is Stafford and and maybe Galladay. I, I don't know. Galladay might be the one who shines here. But that receiving core has been awesome. Um, and, and Stafford, we've already talked about how he comes out to play on Thanksgiving every year. This is like his favorite game, I feel like. And he's going to be out there gunslinging. So that's my game. Lots of points. Um, you know, I wouldn't be surprised to see both defenses score too and probably a safety somewhere in there. Uh, lowest scoring game, I, I, I kind of agreed with yours. The Bengals and Browns was one. I was like, meh, I don't really care about that, but you already have written down. So 
I'm going to go with the lackluster team that the Bengals just beat with Broncos at Raiders. And, uh, I mean, we talked about Paxton Lynch a little bit. I think that he is actually going to play better than Osweiler. I think this is a good game for him. Raiders are susceptible to the pass, um, as we just saw last week with Tom Brady. But that's Tom Brady, so, you know, that's to be expected. But that's that's my game. I'm just not excited about that game at all. So who you got for uh, for sleepers, or you want me to start off with sleepers and busts? Um, I'll start off here. So my my sleeper quarterback, man, I'm I'm going right back to Tyrod. Um, I'm I'm showing him love more than his coach shows, um, despite him getting the starting job back. But um, you know, I, I I like I like the matchup against Kansas City. You know, a lot of people kind of shy away from Kansas City, but they really shouldn't. Like they've let up a ton of yards. Um, and so you know, Tyrod's got that good floor because of the rushing yards, and I just I just think he'll be able to get it done here. Uh, my sleeper running back, you know, the guy I mentioned before, Devontae Booker. Uh, you know, he he's right there in that kind of flex, almost running back four territory range still in the rankings. And I don't think he should be. I think he should be moved up. You know, he's getting 50-50 work with C.J. Anderson right now, and he's playing better. I mean, he's just straight up playing better than C.J. Anderson right now. And, uh, you know, my my sleeper receiver is going to be Dontrell Inman. I feel like I picked him last week or maybe the week before, but uh, uh, I like Dontrell Inman. Philly is able to give up some yards in – in, in the passing game. Uh, so, you know, he may not score, but, you know, especially in PPR leagues, like he's seen a bunch of targets uh, and he's getting solid yardage totals. So, uh, you know, maybe we could see Inman actually, um, you know, be, be a good kind of flex flex play for, for people to this weekend. Yeah, I, I agree. The Eagles are, are susceptible to giving up some yardage through the air. So, um, one thing they're not susceptible to is giving up yardage on the ground. I, I don't know if it's because of them being that good uh, or them just well, everybody being so far ahead that, well, that too. Yeah, no one, no one both. runs the ball anymore. But that being said, uh, my and I'm going out of order here, I'm going to go with my busts to start. Jordan Howard is my running back bust. Um, I don't see him putting up anything on the ground against the Eagles. Uh, This is a a home game for the birds. They're going to come in and they're just going to, you know, have bear for dinner and Thanksgiving Um, quarterback bust. I'm going with uh, the Dak attack. I mean, listen, this guy has so much on his shoulders right now with, uh, Elliott being out and suspended. So that definitely hurts. And we've seen how poorly he's played the last two weeks. Granted, a lot of that could have had to do with the, uh, the injury to the offensive lineman you were talking about. His name escapes me the second, but, um, Smith. Yes. But I mean, he gave up, got sacked seven times against Atlanta, six from one guy. And the Eagles just decimated him last week. So I see more of that with the Chargers coming off of their big defensive effort. They're going to be coming after him early and often. Uh, And then my bust receiver here, I'm looking at Mr. Julio Jones. He's got a great matchup here in Tampa Bay. 
but I just think that, uh, you know, his, his knee injury is now in there and that's compounded with his ankle injury, um, that he's been dealing with the last couple weeks. I mean, listen, this guy's always got lower body injuries of something. Um, but he's just had a lackluster season. He's got one touchdown and only 200 yard games. He almost hit a hundred yards, uh, in a third game, but just don't like Julio this week. I, I'd much rather be looking at Sanu. Man, against Tampa Bay? Whew. I yep. love missing Julio this week. Uh, Tampa Bay is garbage, dude. Um, so, you screwed with me and did your bus first, so whatever, I'll just do my bus. Uh, my, my bus quarterback's going to be Alex Smith. I mean, dude, Alex Smith just really hasn't looked great since about week six, dude. Like, it just... Uh, he was so good, though, early on that he was able to carry it through. I mean, it it's been it's been all right. It just hasn't been great. Um, so, I mean, he he's ranked third this week on a lot of people's charts. Um, you know, I get the Buffalo's defense is kind of reeling, but they're they're still pretty solid against the pass. Uh, it's the rush defense that just gets absolutely decimated um, time and time and time again. So um, I'm going to say Alex Smith has a a lackluster game this week and and kind of just people's busts. Um, My my running back bust is going to be Joe Mixon. I mean, everybody's going to look at the schedule and go, oh, my God, it's the Browns. Browns, you can do anything against them. Well, actually, they're pretty – good at stopping the run. Um, so be careful when you, you know, put your running backs up against them. Um, and it's not like Mixon's been lighting the world on fire anyway. He's getting a lot of touches. But, I mean, come on, last week he had 20 for 49 yards. Yeah, granted, that was Denver, but, I mean, it's not like Denver's been awesome. The only thing that's been saving Mixon is that he's gotten touchdowns here, you know, a few touchdowns here and there. But they're not passing to him out of the backfield like I thought they would. Um, and they're just – it's just not it's just not working for him. He's just not as explosive as we saw in, like, the preseason. And right then and there, I mean, that's proof that, like, preseason, you can't always buy into the hype of preseason. But um, – but yeah, I mean, again, Cleveland, you know, they're the 24th best, I guess, or I don't know how to say that. They're, according to fantasy pros, they are matchup rank number 24 out of 32, 32 being the worst, like being the hardest matchup for, for running, for running backs. So, so they're pretty decent against the run. And my and my wide receiver, uh, I'm going with Keenan Allen. Uh, I know he had the enormous game this past week. Um, and Dallas, no, they're not very good at, in, against the pass. They're not very great. They're not very good on defense anyway. But um, I just before last week's game, he hadn't scored since week one. He's just. Not really going a whole lot. I mean, we're getting a bunch of, like, 5 for 40, 3 for 40, 4 for 50 or 60 or whatever that says. 
four for 48. I mean, that's all we were getting for week after week after week after week after week. And I was like, when is the real Keenan Allen going to show up? Then he does last week against Buffalo of all teams. I mean, like that, I mean, that was just an embarrassment of a game. The whole team just decided they didn't want to come play. So I'm throwing that game out of the window for Buffalo when it comes to their pass defense and say that was kind of a, uh, just a random game for them. But Going back to Keaton Allen, I think we're going to see a bit of a letdown for him. Traveling, you know, in a short week to Dallas on Thanksgiving, where obviously Dallas gets up for that game, I think Keaton Allen will disappoint owners this week a little bit. Yeah, I I could see that drop-off. But like I said, I do think the Chargers are going to come in and beat Dallas. Uh Obviously, I don't like Prescott. Allen, you know, I think they've got enough people to to get the ball there, so especially with the running backs. But anyway, my my sleepers, Jay Flackalicious uh, for quarterback. Jay Flackalicious for quarterback. Oh I guess he didn't hear me. Maybe my mute was on again. Um, no. But dude, he's playing Houston. Houston so? just gave up a 20 plus spot to Blaine Gabbert of the oh. one win uh, San Francisco Giants. I'm sorry, San Francisco 49ers wrong sport, but I think Flacco, it, it, I mean, he's, he's been, didn't Houston play Arizona? Meh. Who? Houston? Houston played, Houston played Arizona. Blaine Gabbert plays for Arizona. All right. Well, whatever. The point is that he used to play for San Fran, and now he's playing for an injured Drew Stanton who was playing for an injured Carson Palmer. The guy was a third-string quarterback, and he put up a monster game against Houston. Joe Flacco can do it. I have faith in him, and it's a Monday night game, so everybody's going to be like over football by that point, but except for this, you know, metro area where we are. Uh, Running back. Going back to my game of the week, Vikings-Lions with Mr. Amir Abdullah. Um, He had himself a nice, nice game against Minnesota um, earlier in this season. And I think he's going to do it again. It was week four. Sorry, I correct myself from earlier. He had 20 rushes, 94 yards, and a touchdown. Um big game. He's going to he's going to get involved in the passing game a lot more this week or tomorrow. Um my receiver, I'm going Robbie Anderson. I mean, this dude's just put up points. Um it, you know, it it's it's Carolina, okay. You know, their defense is good, but I just think that that, that Anderson's going to come through. He's going to have himself a nice little game as well. And uh, I like what he's going to put together here. Um, you know, Carolina's given up two touchdowns to two receivers the last couple games against Atlanta, Miami. You know, your boy McCown's coming on the scene off the bye, along with Anderson. Big game. That's all I got. All right. Uh, so quickly, my defense, they're a little higher on than I usually go after, but um... – New England, man, they're only owned around 50% of leagues. Um, they're playing Miami, who just looks awful. So, uh, New England looking 
much better than they did earlier in the year. So I am all in on New England this week. Yeah. Uh, I myself am going with the Falcons. Um, I'm sticking to the lower owned because uh, I got yelled at earlier in the season for picking someone who was over 40%, I believe. And here you are picking someone only 50. But uh, yeah, 21.1% owned. Back-to-back double-digit games against pretty good teams. Um, you got Dallas and Seattle there. And Tampa Bay has been good defense as far as giving up, you know, not a lot of points to opposing defense the past two weeks. But they were against lesser teams. I think it was the Jets and, and Miami. Um, you know, that's going to change this week with Atlanta. It's going to start with Adrian Claiborne. He's going to go sack crazy on Fitz, like his name was Dak Prescott. Boom. Yeah. Um, so I do have some Twitter questions, but I, I've, I found the other thankful um, message that I had. So it was actually Tyler Thompson, um, the content manager of a fantasy six pack for baseball. I said, thankful for IR spots. First year I've done a league with IR spots and I was able to stash Greg Olson from waivers a few weeks back. Uh, he says, however, leagues that allow you to put a player in that is just out and not actually on IR, I'm not a fan of. And I totally agree with that. I think that's just bogus. Uh, so there you go for that. Got a couple Twitter questions here. Uh, should be short and sweet. Let me rip these off here. So we got at the Hodge three four three four from basketball. Aminu or Brogdon? Um, I'm gonna say you gotta go with Brogdon just because we're still not really sure when Aminu is gonna come back. He was supposed to be back this week, but it doesn't look like it's happening. Uh, I do like Aminu overall, though, especially now that uh, Bledsoe got traded to uh, to Milwaukee. Brogdon lost a lot of value there, so. Um, when Aminu's healthy, it's Aminu, but right now you got to go with Brogdon unless you could just unless you have the luxury of stashing him. Yeah, I agree. I, I like Brogdon all the way there. Um, second question at Anthony underscore AMJ. Steph Curry slash Butler to get Giannis and Miles Turner. Wow, that's a that's a pretty monster trade. Um, I, yeah. Woo! I think I do that, man. Uh, Miles Turner is a good player. Uh, he's dealing with some injuries right now, but I don't think they're anything super serious. Uh, he should be fine. You know, he he can score you upwards of 20 points any night, um, and over 20 points. Uh, the rebounds are incredible. Blocks percentages from him are good, including free throws. I believe I'm trying to think there. Uh, but Giannis, obviously, we know how good he is—a Greek freak. I mean, if you can deal with the assists and the three-pointer hit that you are going to take by giving up both Curry and Butler, I think you make this move. Um, if you're going to be, like, dead in the water with, a, with in assists and three-pointers after that, then I don't know if you can do it. But this is – Yeah, I Giannis is amazing. So, uh, you know, and Turner's been playing fantastic. Uh, I mean, he's not really – getting you a lot in steals assists he's he's had a couple four four assist games the past week so you know those are starting to pick up but 
the points are there and just the all around play is there. So I, I like it. I mean, I, I, you're giving up a lot, but you're getting a lot you're back. Getting quite possibly so, the number one fantasy player in basketball back when Giannis. So that's pretty yeah, good. It's a, um, that's a solid deal. Yeah, that's a, that's a good one. Um, Football question here from Ben Andreas three six nine um, quarterback this week Dak Tyrod or Brissett and it's kind of funny because it's got a sleeper and a bust for both of us on this list. I'm still going Dak in this in this one because he does get Tyron Smith back. I think that's going to make a huge difference. Uh, I think Dak is going to be more of a Dak we saw earlier this year. Um, of those three, I. I mean, I kind of like Brissett as a sleeper play, but him coming off that injury, I, I think I'm going to go with Tyrod. I, I can't say Dak because I just completely bashed him. Um, but I, I think Tyrod, man, I, I I like you having him as a sleeper pick again. You know, he's going to have a chip on his shoulder. So Absolutely, dude. He looked possessed yeah. on, on Sunday. Yeah. <clears throat> so... The only thing that I wanted to throw in and, and end with here is a, a little bit of a rant. I've been asked to bring the rants back. Uh, Dr. Dick Bisbee is uh, unfortunately away on, on uh, Turkey holiday, so he, he's not available to rant. But he, he did tweet me and tell me to do this for him. Uh, I really, really, really – I'm sorry. He really, really, really hates the – little pieces of plastic that hold on price tags on clothing and other items like that, that you you need scissors, you cut them and then you got this weird little plastic thing hanging around there. They're effing annoying. And Dr. Dick Bisbee has had his fill of them. Do away with them, figure out something else, tape the price tags to your clothes. I don't know. Put a barcode on the inside and make that scannable. Come on. We live in a world of technology here, people. What are you doing? I mean, if we can get a podcast to somehow work and have a nice 10-minute delay in the middle of it, you can figure <laughs> this plastic out. All right? You're killing whale. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to add one more thankful. I'm thankful for being able to edit the show post-publish and take out that 10-minute that dead silence that we would have. <laughs> Yeah, because I'm sitting there and I was like, and we lost Joe. Cricket, (laughs) cricket, cricket. And I think we still lost Joe. (laughs) Yeah, I was like, what is going on? For somebody who can talk his way out of a paper bag, um, I I, I just, when that comes and hits me, I'm, I'm lost. I don't know what to even do, so... Well, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm the one running the studio side of this from mm-hmm. Blog Talk Radio, and so like without me, it's like, what do you do? Like, <laughs> um, so yeah, no, that's that's definitely awkward. So, all right, well, um, we ran a little long, but it was partially because of the technical difficulties. But uh, we did end underneath of our 90-minute mark, which yeah. we try never to go near, but we did it. So fantastic. Um. All right. Happy Thanksgiving to everybody, and uh, good luck in week 12, and see you all next week. All right. Happy turkey. Enjoy.